Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Foreign Football Podcast. This is Patrick Monaghan. I'm joined by my guest. Some of you may have already heard the episode. Some of you may have not. Joined by DJ Taylor of NCFC. DJ, thanks again for coming on the show. Always a pleasure. Of course, man. I'm excited to be on here and to get some insight to other people. Of course. So, you know, one of the things that, you know, we're kind of discussing was with players and with fans, we always sort of have different perspectives. We'll see things as from the supporter side and we see things from, you know, the player side, but you don't, I think at least personally as a supporter, we don't always get the, the full story. We'll see something like, a story and we think oh, we know everything but we don't really know the background and one of the things I was thinking about this weekend I'm watching the Arsenal Tottenham rivalry and I've noticed that with certain clubs or with certain instances you'll see a player switching sides and I'm wondering you know we're talking about if there's levels to it I know you were saying you think there are. I, I think there is to an extent, but, you know, what's kind of your perspective on it? Like, if you were going to go from NCFC to Charlotte Independence, for example, what do you think is not maybe understood from the supporter's perspective when you make that decision? I think, first of all, it just comes based on the player's experience at the previous club that they were at. So let's say the player had a good experience, and then he goes to a rivalry club, um, I mean, usually you can tell by what happens in the game. So, you know, most players, like most people see as the fantasy is like whether they celebrate after they score or something like that. You know, some players celebrate, they don't care where they've been <laughs> at, that they're at the other club and some players do care and they don't celebrate as a sign of respect. So, like I said, it starts with the player's experience. Um, I think a lot of that is like fans won't know stuff that happened behind doors or behind training. They may be upset that a player doesn't care and just wants to celebrate, but he may have, you know, moral and correct reasons to be celebrating, you know, to kind of rub it in their face based on how he was treated. You know, nobody really knows the full details except for that player. Um, and that's kind of like the determining factor is, like I said, when you see them play against the other team and whether they celebrate or not. I remember when they had, remember when Figo went from Barcelona to Madrid and they threw the pig's head at it? Like that's the type of, that's the type of situation I'm thinking about is, if you do something like that where you're going to a rival club, I think fans view it a little differently, like you said, in that if you go and sign, but you waited a couple years, like I think that's going to be perceived as a little bit different than, say, say like looking at like a Lewandowski or like Figo or things like that. I think that gets perceived a little bit different. And even, um, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Gozo, when he left Dortmund, he went – straight did he go straight to Bayern Munich or did he go and and sign for a year somewhere else I think, no, I think he, it was Bayern. there was a lot of there was players. a lot of those instances I switched from Dortmund to Bayern um but like I said at the end of the day the player has to decide and if money talks for them then money talks you know player's doing what's best for him he's not really doing what's best for the supporters of the club <laughs> no I mean I, I think we get the miscon kind of this misconception of okay I'm a supporter and I, it's almost viewing the player as like entitled and obligated like oh you're my favorite player you know and this is my club like you have to stay but like you said there's going to be different reasons rather it's 
sometimes it's money. Maybe sometimes it's comfort. Maybe, maybe for example, maybe the player wants to sign with, um, say he's from London. Maybe he wants to sign, you know, closer to home. And there's different reasons. And I think the problem that we've seen with supporters is taking it too seriously from our perspective where we're acting as if it's an entitlement. It's like, you have to stay here because you've done so much. And I think the reason for that, I think it's because football is such an emotional game. It's you're trying to go and it's like, you can't really differentiate between the emotional side and the logical side. There's so many signings and so many times where this doesn't make any sense, but the player did it and it makes sense from their side, but we just don't really get it. And I think the reason they don't want to say it is maybe they do it, like you said, out of respect. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously some players, it's all about respect. And obviously, they wouldn't move unless they had a good reason to, whether that's their, from their experience there or they just want something more, you know, or just want to try a new scenery and see what it looks like for them to be, you know, outside their comfort zone. Um, but yeah, those are things that the public will never know unless something gets leaked or something like that. But that's kind of just what the fans have to accept. Do you think that it should be ever revealed? Like, and if so, do you think that there's any chance where maybe if it was revealed like in advance that it would make it easier? Like I'm thinking as a Madrid supporter, I wonder if it would have made it easier if I knew that Figo was coming and say, say you were a Barca supporter. I wonder if that makes it easier for you to kind of swallow and, and understand and accept those news knowing that, okay, say it's six months out and, you know, he's going to sign with Madrid. I wonder if something like that would have made it easier or if it's always going to be the same reaction from the supporters. I think it would always be the same regardless because the main reason they're upset is because they're so loyal to their club. Um, But I also think at the end of the day, you have to protect the player because they're already under so much spotlight. So, you know, if it got leaked that somebody was going to go early, it might mess with his game in his head because, you know, fans might be booing him all over the stadium. Um, you know, they might be treating him bad while he's at those remaining months or days at the club. So, and they're, they're already under such a spotlight. So I think it's kind of like a mutual respect between the club and the player. Um, obviously the media is ruthless. They don't care. So, <laughs> so there has to be respect between the player and the club. There really does. Cause the problem is it's like, I think most of the time the club seems to be, maybe they don't want to, but it's like, you know, to get back to Dortmund, I think Dortmund's the type of club that knows that, okay, for better or worse, we, we have kind of become more of a seller's club. So we are going to have to sell a lot of our players, not based on want or anything, but I think Dortmund supporters tend to be a little bit better at handling that as long as they, as long as it's usually not to say, and if it was to say, like Gladbach or something, I think they handle it better. But it's, like you said, it's the media that I think is the one that really blows it way out of proportion because you're seeing headline after headline. And I'm just thinking about, you know, say the player's perspective is like, okay, I just made this move and I didn't do it, say, with bad intentions. Again, depends on the player, but even if it was made with good intentions, it does affect you, I feel like, mentally because, you you know, you're getting called, like, you know, a villain or something like that just because you wanted to test different opportunities. And I think it's more so an issue if it's a smaller club. If, it's, if you're going from, like, a lower, you know, say, like, you're going from, like, 
uh, side battling relegation and, you know, your rival is mid-table or, you know, competing for Champions League, it's hard not to accept that opportunity, you know, like from the competitive side, how are you not going to want to be playing at the top level and playing above your level? Like if you're capable of doing it, I just don't see why you wouldn't take it. Yeah. Like I said, at the end of the day, it's, it's all depends on the player and his reasons. So whatever it is, because some players don't want to move forward. They just want to stay where they're at and they're happy there uh, for being at that club for years and want to retire there. But other players, most players want to, move forward to better opportunities. So, like I said, as long as they protect the players and players have their reasons, it always be like that. The, the fans won't really get the full insider of it. And obviously it can't be released because the media is going to misconstrue everything. <laughs> they just make it way worse. So, like I said, it just, just depends on the player's decision and, and how he, they handle things as a club and, and the player between the player. Okay. Have you ever, like, personally seen anything – say with NCFC, is there any clubs that like maybe would be perceived a little bit differently if you were to sign, say, if you signed like with the independents, do you think the supporter groups would be a little bit more upset to see a player signing with them? Or how do you, do you guys not really have any rival that you think is considered so strong that the supporter groups would get upset about it? Um, I think, I think it depends on the supporters, obviously. If you if you connect with the supporters more than just being a player, which I feel like I do because I'm from NC, mm-hmm. um, if I decided to move there for specific whatever reason it is, they would understand. They might still be a little upset, but I think they would – them understanding me as a player and a person as well, I think would override that, them being upset. But, um, but yeah, I think you'd still get some backlash. But like I said, if the supporters really – if you really connect with where you're from, let's say like you're a homegrown or something, I think there shouldn't be any problem because you have your reasons and, and they respect you as a player and a person. Yeah, I agree with what you said. I mean, you know, being from Raleigh, it just, it, it hits a little bit different. Like if you're from there, but it's like, okay, the opportunity came, like I had to go and, and leave just from, just from a pure competitive standpoint, then I think that's, it doesn't really get that kind of backlash. I think the backlash is more, say if you were coming up through the academy and you were playing really really well and then before even making your debut that you say sign not even maybe with the rival club but say you sign overseas and maybe the club doesn't get you know a compensation or something like that I think that's I think honestly that's the thing that makes supporters even angrier than anything else at least from what I've seen is when you have somebody coming up through the academy and you've been hearing about them. Like you said with the media, it's like you keep hearing about them, hearing about them, and then when it comes time for them to you, and you don't even get to see it, I think that has more of an impact. And, you know, maybe leave before he debuted. So it all depends on the situation, but most people never really know both sides of the story, I guess you could say. Thank you again, DJ, for kind of providing a little bit of insight. I think as long as you don't, you know, sign for the independence or do anything too crazy. I don't think you're going to have any issues with the supporters. Being a fellow Raleigh native, we support, you know, your career. We hope you've done, you know, the best you can. And we're really just happy to see you playing with our side. Thank you again. And we appreciate it. Appreciate having you on the show as always.
Yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully the fans understand. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to come, and I hope it's gracious, you know. But yeah, so, thanks for having me on the show, and it's been great to give uh, insights to to people.